Attention, film school students. Here are a few announcements. Item one. This is how I imagine the board meeting when naming this movie. Item two. So what's it about? Well, you got this kid who's in love with this girl. Item three. And what else? Well, he has to fight a bunch of monsters to get to her. Oh, and item four. If anyone can find the film school janitors on a lunch break, tell them it's time to review Love and Monsters. This is a fun film, despite the simple title. A story about a trio of janitors might have heard they worked at a well-known film school. They picked up a few things other than trash. They might hate your movie or if drunk think it's cool. Every now and then they get together for a lunch break. Trash talks a movie or TV or streaming. Rodney and Jason and Sean Bale clean house. If you listen close, you can hear kids screaming. Alright, we're gonna talk about Love and Monsters. The 2020 slash 2021 movie was supposed to come out this month, this February, and then Paramount pushed it into like I think what October or something like that. It was VOD, and then they released it on Blu-ray not that long ago. And uh, Rodney, start. What do you want to say? Uh, first of all, Dylan O'Brien is amazing. I I think I've watched one show on MTV in 20 years, and it was Teen Wolf. And he plays Styles in Teen Wolf, and I love his character in that. While watching Teen was Wolf, was he the main character? No, he was Styles. He's the right hand man. Oh, the, the guy, character. yes, the friend that was. And while watching that show, I was like, "That guy, Styles, that plays Styles, he's gonna be doing movies soon." I watched it because he just had something about him that I really, really liked. But I think he was in movies before he was in Teen Wolf. I didn't know that. Oh. I only knew him from Teen Wolf. I know him from Maze Runner. Uh, Maze Runner was after Teen Wolf. Are you sure? Yes. Let's look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Jay, have you oh, seen Maze good. Runner movies? Uh, yes. You love Maze Runner movies, correct? That's why I bought them. Oh, you own you them? You own them all? Yeah. How many is there? There's only three, right? Two? Three. three. I did not know they made a third. Oh, okay. You're right. Yeah. Teen Wolf 20, oh, 2011. Jeez, that's old. Yeah, well, first oh, of all, you shit. just made me feel like old. Um, so I watched it. And I, oh, he's in the internship, too. I forgot that. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he's one of the like the nerdy kid, I think, okay. on the nerdy team. But I knew him from Teen Wolf, and I really, really okay. liked him in that. And I was like... He carries this scene better than the main actor does in this show. Oh, he does the voice of Bumblebee in the new Bumblebee movie. Didn't know that either. Huh? Okay. I knew him. Yeah, I knew him from Maze Runner, and then I found out a tidbit. We're gonna we're digressing on him. Of course, I like him. Well, okay, he deserves so, his own movie. So Deepwater, Deepwater Horizon. You know this movie, the um, uh, Mark Wahlberg movie. When they were making that, it was about the tragedy of the Deepwater Horizon. I just read, I happened to catch it again on FXX. Like, Deepwater Horizon, you know it's about Deepwater Horizon. That's what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, when they were making the movie, they got, they got Mark Wahlberg involved, and they were like, oh yeah, we're thinking we're going to do a uh, young 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 actor with an old protege type thing. So he's like, oh, okay. So he started calling up like people like Clint Eastwood and people that he knew in his Rolodex, like Jack Nicholson, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, uh, no, you're, the old, you're the old guy. <laughs> and this guy, Dylan O'Brien, is the protege. And he was like, okay. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of a funny thing because I read that after I'd seen this movie. And I was like, oh, that's that kid. So, that, yeah. He, from what I've seen, I mean, in this movie, he he's playing kind of like a nerdy. They're all playing him and Jessica Henwick, who played. Uh, do you recognize her? I do, but I don't know from where. You're going to tell me. Colleen Wing in uh, Iron Fist. Iron Fist, fuck yes, that's she was where she's so from. good in that. That's where she's from. Iron Fist. So I was happy to see her in this one again. Like, uh, let's see, okay. they're ninety-two, born ninety-two, and he's ninety-one. So they're obviously they're closer to thirty, like the typical thing, playing high schoolers. 
Um, but the end of the world. Well, Jake, do you want to take away the plot? Take away the plot. There's a plot to it. Just what's the premise oh, of the story? So, no. well, they, asteroids. Yeah, there's a there's an asteroid coming to Earth. It's supposed to, you know, be the world killer. It's a post-apocalyptic film. Then the governments of the world all decide that they're going to uh, do what humans do best, and they're just going to nuke the fucker. Right. <laughs> right. And uh, let's nuke it. So they do it, and it works. But the side effect of that is that the the, the nuke juice the fallout or whatever the yeah, nuke juice <laughs> falls makes it back. Do they to call Earth it nuke juice? I don't know, but I'm like calling it nuke juice. They, they probably do. I don't know. But it comes back, and then things life on Earth start mutating. Truly, <laughs> which is weird though, because everything else mutates, but the humans don't. You said patchouli, patchouli. Right? <laughs> you know, so everything <laughs> on the Earth mutates and starts uh, going after human. Like we're the wildebeest now of the world, kind of thing, and the humanity is within months decimated to like five percent or something like that. It said. Well, I think if you if you go into the premise that. Asteroids hit the Earth, killed dinosaurs, and then mammals rose up. You know what I mean? If you go under that pretense, then... Well, this one, insects are going to re-rise. Well, it, shows, right? it does this little cartoon re-rise. intro right? where it shows, like, a giant a tank versus a giant, you know, ant, and it shoots at the ant, and the ant sh- cuts off the head of the guy. He goes, oh, so and don't stick your head off the, out of the top <laughs> of the tank. And I'm watching out of the kids. I'm like, there's a lot of death here, but it does not well, really showing it, so... We're going to keep watching this. Oh, you watch it with your kids? I watch it with Lex. Lex oh, okay. can come in and watch it. He goes, oh, Dad, what are you watching? I'm like, it's a movie about uh, monsters. It's, Should it's be probably cool. less violent than most of the shit he's watching online. <laughs> right. But so, the, so, yeah, Jake, carry on. So, yeah. what? Everybody, oh, this, yeah. what? Fraction of humanity so exists. Huma- yeah, humanity is pretty much, like, decimated. And uh, so these two high school lovers get separated because they want to go find their families. The the main guy. Dylan his, O'Brien, yeah. His parents are killed, Joel. like, early off in the beginning. But... You don't know where his girlfriend kind of runs off to. Oh, yeah. I guess that it was later in the movie, but yeah, it's fine. Oops. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's shit chaos. happens. So. And he's but, draw, he draw like, the drawing of her was pretty funny. When they're oh, in the car. Yeah, their last good night together. Yeah. Which is also part of, like, the main thing, too, is he gets way better at his drawings. Yes. And he ends up making, like, these really nice uh, survival journals on the new Yeah, they're, they're pretty much... Um, like something you pick up in a game, like a monster um, dictionary, uh, Beastosaurus or whatever you would call it, and a, and a Pokedex. But they would, I think it's called like a. I look at the name of it. Hunter, but when you, when you play video games, like like uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, you'd interact with a uh, monster, you'd kill it, and it would take whatever you learned from killing it and put it into a book. So when you fought it later, you can always look it up. So a lot of video games do that, and that's exactly what this was doing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. Yeah. No, so I'll start over because I forgot where I was. Uh, <laughs> you had to beat the Asaurus? <laughs> no. But, so yeah, so he, you know, he gets better with all that stuff. And uh, apparently the pockets of humanity that are surviving, they're all in different little areas and they still have, like, the communication with each other. So he ends up finding out that his girlfriend is in another bunker or something and they've been talking for a while. But It's he, like seven years later, right? Something like I think that. It's, some- it's, it's been a while and they... Uh, well, I guess he's more of the... It's a hey, Beastiosaurus. The, That's what everybody cook. calls it. They're called okay. Beastiosaurus. Well, okay. He's more Sorry, of a cook, ahead. and he's he's not one of the, the killers in the group. Like, everybody else has, like, good tasks or, or roles. Purposes. That they, purposes in their whole... Yeah, their hives, I guess, whatever the hell you want to call the them. Colonies. But, they call them colonies. Oh, they did. They did call them colonies, yeah. You're close. Hey, I, you know, I watched a while ago. A couple days ago. Whatever. Maybe a week. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> so... But yeah, so he's pretty much useless there. All he can do is pretty much cook one meal that everybody likes, but they're like 
somehow he ends up keeping them all positive too and he doesn't it's one of those life journey things he doesn't realize that he had it really good there until he actually leaves spoiler alert oh yeah. but no yeah you're, you're right no that's fair well, well I mean, you watch the preview you well, know he leaves yeah he's the cleanup guy in the chef so because he can't do anything okay. else there right well the movie pre- so the movie preview i'd seen before but i must have seen a shorter one and then i showed it to somebody else i'm like i was like talking about it and I'm like, Jesus, this preview gives everything away. I go, I, I go. either I watched this preview and kind of like erased it or it didn't attach to me. But, yeah, it's pretty straightforward uh, story. Yeah, he's, he's here in the one colony, and he wants to go get to the girl. And they say it's 85 miles to travel. Yeah. Seven land, days. Which yep. is just a very treacherous territory. Well, I think they made it actually a lot easier than it probably should have been, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, but there's an element of... Because he getting, didn't run into that much shit. But they're also yeah, getting breached, right. too. There's a lot of breaches by the... In, yeah, they're and we, And I, they do a little bit of a montage. I don't know how... Do they say how well, long an it ant took, breaching, actually? An ant breaching makes sense, because they're going to be underground. underground. I don't know what it took an ant seven fucking years to breach something for, though. It just happens to not be in that area. I yeah. would say that's more yeah, than anything else. Yeah. So his first encounter when he gets up there is he finds a dog. Yep. Which I think the dog's adorable. The that brown dog is, I love and the that beige dog. and the beige in the feet. It's I'm an like, Australian this. dog. I forgot. I looked up what kind of dog it was, and I was like, this I, go, I want to get that. This if I have a dog, that is now the number one dog I would get. What kind of dog is it? Dog, too. It's an Australian something. Look it Keep up. Talking. You look it up. Yeah. So, yeah, he meets a dog, and the, I forget how he He meets a dog. First well, of all, he does meet the dog, because the dog's chilling in his own place, closes his own door, lives in his own house. Right. The dog almost communicates with him. Yes, yeah. Because of you can you can actually kind of say maybe he did get smarter because of the radiation or whatnot that felt the fallout. Oh, maybe. Plus he lived by himself for for a while. You don't know what happened. I think to he was, It looked like he was part of the owners is dead because yeah. He well, left well you had the whole little like camper community, so it looked like he was maybe a part of some larger group, and they diminished because it was spray painting, and that's how you figured out his name. Australian was Kelpie. Uh, that's the dog I'm gonna get. Yeah, Australian get Kelpie. But. Uh, I mean, Australian sheepdogs are actually the smartest dogs in the world, so maybe Kelpie's pretty smart, too. But anyway, um, yeah, so he meets Boy, and th- this is the whole thing. The whole movie, as it's going through, becomes other movies. <laughs> like, so this part, do you ever hear this movie called A Boy and His Dog? An old, do- an old. I mean, we've heard the term A Boy and His Dog, but there's a, a 1970s film with Don Johnson called A Boy and His Dog, and it's about, this. it's a post-apocalyptic future, and... Um, Don Johnson's character can telepathically talk with a dog so the dog can smell where food is but he can also smell where women is so he's like I'll find you women if you find me food and that's their (laughs) arrangement and then they find this whole like little silo town that's weird great weird movie maybe we should do that (laughs) but uh, it's a boy and his dog it's 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 a cool cult film but uh, Harlan Ellison does the name seem right? It's a guy a guy who wrote, used to write a lot of episodes for Twilight Zone wrote the movie or the story that the movie was based on. But anyway, so that's what that whole first sequence made me go, oh, this is a boy and his dog. Because then they kind of go on. And then what is it? He falls into the pit with the... He falls into that hole with the... Yeah, what the hell were those things called? They're like uh, some sort of... Sand gobblers. The yes. war monsters. So I've, I assume they Well, for no, first, first thing count is the frog. The frog, the mutated oh, yeah, frog the, comes the up. The frog in the pond, that's right. And that's, it gets a taste of him. That's, well, that's, I think that's when he actually met the dog, right? That's when he met the dog. That's when he actually met the dog, yeah. And it grabbed his leg, and then he got free, but then it was like on his scent and was chasing him. Because that's when he meets Merle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was great. I didn't know he was in there. Yeah, I didn't know great. he was going to be in there either. Yeah, Michael Rooker. Merle from... <laughs> I don't know why I called him Merle instead of Yondu, but... 
he was more Merle, and then he had the young girl. Well, because he was in The Walking Dead, he was right. Yeah, I know. That's I know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I should attach. Yandu's a much better character to attach to him than Merle, who's a racist drug dealer or whatever. But then there was the the little girl, um, uh, Ariana Greenblatt Minnow. You know, she played. Well, she was uh, good too. Well, she was fantastic. She played the young um, Gamora in Endgame. Oh, okay. So both of them, it's Yandu and Gamora, basically. So they got some experience right now. So he meets them, and then they're kind of going and teaching him about the world living on the surface, and then that's when it becomes, it's very zombie land at yeah, that point. that's kind of... Almost to a T, like, he's the Jesse Eisenberg character, you got... Um, what were you looking up? I forget because you're not. It seems like you're just screwing around in your phone. <laughs> Dog, well, yeah, I was screwing around my phone. He was. He just, I was looking at how um, humans can live on a planet, a dwarf yeah, planet between. Yeah, and then he's kind of like Tallahassee, which yeah, is Woody Harrelson's character looked like that. <laughs> and then the little girl was like Abigail Breslin. So it was very much it, it turned from boy and his dog into this movie Zombie Land. Zombie Land, yeah. And they're yeah. teaching him stuff. And he was, le- yep, he was learning the whole way, teaching him how to shoot because he, he had a. Pretty cool little crossbow. First of all, when you're trying to show him how to use a bow and arrow, nobody's going to fucking shoot a bow and arrow at that first. Well, it was a crossbow. I know, but you pull it back. It's not because you aim better. It's going to fucking stop falling out right in front of the arrow and then reach it. It's not how crossbow. Oh, yeah, crossbow's going to shoot. It's still going to shoot fucking far. It's just not going to be accurate. She's like, let me teach you. I'm like, that's not going to Yeah, what was it? Water, uh, needle through water or something like that was the mantra. right. So it was like cute. Like they they get to a point where they get become very attached as a team. But he wants to still go try to find Amy. Was that giant? AKA Colleen was that Amy. giant worm thing from Mandalorian oh, the, that he killed? Huh? The Mandalorian when he put the bomb inside of it and oh the up? crate the crate oh. dragon yeah so it's in this movie. Well first first <laughs> the creature they encounter is the slug and that's when they teach him like. You can look at oh, the happy eyes. snail. It looks like or, a giant rock. I thought it was a snail. It was a snail. A snail, snail, snail. snail yeah, yeah. and they like took a happy snail. And they took his shirt and put it on there to get the scent to get the frog to chase that instead yep. of them. Yep, and he learned a very valuable lesson that comes into play later about trusting eyes. Yep, look into their eyes. So I mean, everything about this movie like it keeps going. So it goes from there. It goes it, to and it uh, good too. They part ways. Yeah, look, the CGI good. compared to our, uh, our previous <laughs> other ones we talked about. Yes, very good CGI. <laughs> the creatures look good. What's another movie that made me think of? Uh, the Mist. Did you ever see The Mist? Yes. Yeah. Which, oh, which, which one? The series? One of most, I didn't watch the, the show. Movie. I heard the show was good, but the movie one is One of the endings ever. Oh, my God. That movie's... Guys, I got dude. dude, I got to kill my kid. That but it's also light, terrible it's CGI in lesson. that movie. Yeah. But well, there's not much CGI in it. But no, like in the, when they're in the warehouse and the mist, yeah. well, they're in the mist which, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the, when they're in the grocery store and a tentacle comes in, that oh, looks the back so awful. But yeah, the ending is so bleak. And then, like, and then he gets help right after. Oh, that's after. Carol. Carol from yeah. Walking but then, Dead's but then they, too. Then oh, they she like is. To throw She's the mom that shows. Yeah. They like to throw a little Speaking more salt in there, too. Not only movies. that, not only did he shoot his own kid, but then the woman that left the store earlier to find her kids is in the caravan of the military, that like the military up. convoy coming through, and she's there with her that's kids. That's Carol, yes. God, oof. He's like, ah. Oh. Yeah, because yeah. he can't even. But, I mean, the creature he sees is like. Yeah, what do we do? What am I going to do in this world? And then he killed like everybody kills himself, and then he's about to kill himself, but he runs out of blood. Mist is very good. We spoiled it, but it's very good. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's another thing this movie made me think of was the mist. Um, and then I feel like there was another monster kind of movie in this regard. But anyway, so he moves on. So then he ends up. Was that when he next he split part ways with them, and then this one he found the robot. 
Yeah, he like comes across that little uh, the Mavis. Mavis. Yes, the, the only working Mavis that uh, he's ever seen. That, yeah, because they had one in their bunker, and they're supposed to be. I guess they didn't really make that. Did they make it clear earlier that it was like supposed to be some kind of artificial intelligent, like basically like a living I, Siri or Alexa? I don't remember or, seeing that because then once they were they were talking about that because he was talking about it when he was in their colony, like you had like, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, they had one that he talked to, but it wasn't functional and stuff like that. So I assume this was like a. Ultimate. It must be comparable future to future like, reality kind of thing where they had that type of technology because, for the most part, like when he met the the functioning one, uh, she told him that basically like uh, she got attacked and her legs were damaged, so she dragged her way in there, and so they're and just been pow- fully functional. Yeah, she low powered- power mode just to save it, and like I, then that was like very heartfelt and emotional. She actually tried, and then that sort of reminded me of uh, AI. Yep. Because she tracks that. She was like, well, where were you born? What was your mom's name? And then he, she pulls up a picture of his mom's face, who he hasn't seen him, you know, since the world ended. And mm-hmm. He's, like, talking to her and giving his little speech. And then she plays a song, and then she kind of just kills her battery, basically, her and battery dies. Yep. So then he carries on, and it's like, so I, I'm like, again, everything was just like, oh, this five minutes is this movie. This five minutes is this movie. And then it gets to, after that, they go to... Um, is that's when he faces the, the after he learned about the the queen? Was that that sequence or was it the centipede? The giant centipede was next, or was the giant centipede before? Uh, well, the centipede was after. Oh, centipede was before Mavis, and then afterward was the queen, which was like this uh, burrowing creature. Where you, if you see the fin, it, then it became tremors. Oh, yep. Then it was tremors. Yeah, because that's. I mean, every, the, it's like I said, everything part. was. Yep. So tremors started happening where if you made any noise, so that was kind of stressful because a dog, a dog's going to be a dog. It's going to make noise. I talk to me a dog. And he's running, <laughs> and he's running around like trying to keep the dog quiet to to hide from this oh, creature. Yep. But then that's a big scene they show in the previous. Like, oh, yeah, he finally, that, oh, that was after he met the two people because that's he had the hand grenade. Right, right. He learned from so, from yeah. from uh, yeah. Minnow and from uh, uh, yep. Dutton or whatever. Yep. Now. The one thing that I felt like I forgot was what was the point of the red dress was with Boy, the dog. That was his his person's like that. I, I felt like that was the only thing that was left. Okay, so he kept his, wanting to his keep person, it. That's why he wanted. That's why he went in the water. Yeah, because that's when they're hiding from this creature. Yep. And then the bag falls in the water and the dress starts to go away. And that's when Boy, the dog, goes. Yep. So the dog had an emotional attachment to this. Okay. Kind of that dress, and that's why he was carrying it in his pack or something like right. that. Right, to help him, yeah. And so then yeah. that's when he had to, like, save both of them through the grenade inside of it, which is in the preview. I'm like, why would you? I guess you're showing the preview because you want people to well, watch it. you didn't it. really see that the grenade was in there. You see it exploding, but you don't know how it I explodes, so, yeah. really, in a sense. But, yeah, I mean, they do give it away. Like, I feel like that's, like, a big, <laughs> yes. big part of it yes. there. But. So then he gets covered in the leeches, and then he has his hallucinate. Yes. Hallucinate. So I totally thought about Stand By Me. Yeah, that's what that. Yep, that's another one. The leech. Because he's taking it, he's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh. And I kept thinking, like, what's in the water? I was waiting for him to pull the leech out of his pit. I did too. Yeah, yeah. But then it'd be like some big hallucinogenic trip, and he's kind of seeing it. I, did that remind you of anything? I'm trying to think if that reminded me of anything. Seeing the tripping. No, I mean, because sure. that's basically when he passed out, and then he well, finds. Because he remembered the leaves that they told him that, like, oh, yes, that's right. Were, they were like, giving him anti- all the. So yeah, all the tips Boys. all along. Everything he's learning, he's writing down in his book, drawing the pictures. Well, the, the monster allergy, what'd you call it? Uh, Bestiosaurus. Bestiosaurus. Uh, <laughs> That's where he's going. <laughs> um Well, I mean, that one learning about that one red plant saves his life. Right. 
yeah, yeah from cool. from the other two people, from Michael Rooker's character and stuff. They're like giving him all tidbits, like lizard creatures can't climb walls, blah blah blah, which all plays a part later. Yep. So he finds Amy. He thinks he kisses her. You find out it's some other dude. It's the other weird. <laughs> that's captured them, but like she's now in his, in her, in his, her colony, Amy's colony, and her colony wasn't so bad. And it was like they, they were living like, on the beach. They had like a little yeah, bit of a, a, a cove kind of. And they were in front of this wall. They had him blocked to everything else, it right? Was, well, yeah. but they were all older too. So like his colony, too, they kept yeah. making a point about it like, was definitely Florida. People were like. <laughs> In his colony, people they didn't say anybody was having kids in his colony, but the, no, they were but they definitely insinuating they were all like, ba- like yeah, everybody all paired was, off. Everybody was paired off. He was the only man standing. And I felt like that one girl that like was basically kind of you could tell like she seemed like she was going to miss him the most. Oh, maybe. Oh, the redhead, the uh, boyfriend just died. That might have been like maybe. Yeah, she her died. boyfriend just died. It was the right. So she was like, yeah, no. she was like, so really, that was she probably advantage. thought like she could move next to this guy. Right. Well, his advantage. So what's she gonna do now? His advantage of being like scared because that's the thing. That was his big thing. Is he would get the yips. He would freeze up and stuff. He yeah. couldn't react, and that's why like, did I shoot People him? thought he was no, gonna die. What do you? Yeah. What do you think? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, so now he's finally with Amy. Amy's kind of commanding her group of people, and they're all like old people. So it's like a. It's almost like a dying. So she's a nurse. She's running her. she's running her folks home. And this, uh, for her group, this trio of people come from a yacht, and they're like, "Yeah, come on, we're gonna go out and party." And uh, well, they were know. gonna take her to a, they were gonna take them to some sanctuary, something that they. they I thought the boat about. was a sanctuary, but maybe they were taking. No, they were gonna boat them to the sanctuary. Well, the okay. boat. I thought the boat was to get them off the land so they'd be safe here. That's the boat. Was no a sanctuary. Okay, all right. That's what they. Yeah, but basically, they they they're. Too good to be true because they kept going. Oh, if I meet Amy, and what if she has somebody else? And then, of course, there was somebody else she was she interested in. Was this Australian captain or whatever? Well, no, but she had somebody. They died, and then this guy came in and. He oh, was, this guy was totally supposed to be Chris Hemsworth. Yes, it was. This guy was totally Chris. It Hemsworth. was one hundred percent. He he it, it, couldn't hold a candle to him. But yeah, he was definitely he, supposed. He to was be so that annoyed by how role. perfect this guy was, and blah blah blah. Yeah, the actor was nowhere near. <laughs> even if he got. Liam, who's not even yeah. close to Chris Hemsworth, but it was still like meant to be that. Yeah. But he's kind of suspicious and he seems jealous and all that. But he ends up being right because he's learned from the other people, the other the survivors, about the berries and, the yeah, yeah. and poison. So they're basically come. They the other trio on the boat are going around along the coast, stealing, stealing things from people. That's what they kept going. That was a big thing. Was like the sin of the world at this oh, point yep. is a food stealer. Yep, I was yeah. sin to you. So if you're a food, because every like, time, oh, what are you doing here? Did you steal some food? Like yeah, everywhere you went, if you're ostracized from your group, that's usually why is you were kicked out because you're a food stealer. Yeah, stealing food. But he's like, nope, I'm trying to get to the girl. So I'm trying to understand. So this movie only insects and amphibians change, not not mammals. Not mammals. Because do- so that's why the girl and the guy. From Zombie Land, it's not Zombie Land. We're going up to the high mountains where there's snow and shit at. Because right. amphibians and insects won't go there. Correct. Like the the temperature a, was better, and the climate was better for humans to survive without okay. worrying about. It. And then they could look down and see what's coming. Except and, for snow spiders, those things are <laughs> mean motherfuckers. Yeah, ask the mandolin about that. <laughs> but the, uh, you can always eat them before they hatch. <laughs> so the uh, if you got a Grogu, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then the. Uh, the oh shit! We didn't talk about the cats and the mummy. <laughs> oh yes, that was good. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> so now, Sorry. listen to this. If you go back and listen to our mummy, you go, "Oh yeah, cats." But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then the uh, they the trio. You find out that they're actually 
uh, lure, luring pirates. Or their 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 pirates are uh, well, pi- piloted by a crab, a giant crab. Yeah, that the fossil fuel doesn't exist. But they well, it all ran out. It ran out for the most part, or they can't find it or whatever. But or they, they can't, yeah, can't he's hooked up some it. kind of electrical system where he can shock the crab to get it to do what he wants. But he gives these humans that he traps along the coast. As a sacrifice, as he steals all their food feed and drink and beverage, you gotta feed your crabs. But uh, the the good t- little twist is then Joel realizes by looking in the creature's eyes, he's about eyes. to shoot him with like his harpoon. He's actually doing very well in impressing. Yeah, well, uh, Amy. Yeah, because she's like, well, you survived for seven days on this. Everybody's harpoon. impressed. I think I can handle three people, right? So I'm like. Not sure that's really fair, although she did do a pretty fair job against the guy with the shotgun. Yes. She grabbed that uh, iron door off the barbecue grill, basically. Yep. And just ran. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, because then the other girl had the arm cannon, too. So, yeah, they were, they were a formidable trio, especially against a bunch of old people, and Amy and Joel really were the only ones. But uh, he's fighting this crab, and he like flipped him over when he flipped him over with the oh. spear and stuff. Yeah, and some of that was by accident. It was a lot of accident, but, but he was not afraid to do it. And it worked out for but him. But then, yeah, as he's about to like fire on him, he realizes by looking in his eyes that, and he's seeing these electrical plates attached to the giant crab, and he's like, uh, "Let me take a shot." And he takes it off and frees him. Then the crab kind of has a symbiotic thing with him and goes out after those people. So. That was a good. That was like a, like a nice little surprise twist. Yeah, I mean, you knew something. Yeah, I knew it was going to be something. Like that, yes, but yes. Yeah, but so, that was kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah. then, uh, yeah, they basically uh, after that they all team up and start to go to the mountains, right? Or no, no, he reads a letter from all his people from his place. Is that before the battle well, or after? At, so I'm trying to remember. Like at one point, oh yeah, when he got there. Uh, he talked to them on the radio because the girl with the rocket arm blew up the radio. Oh, the tower, deal. yes. So um, he basically, after that, he went back to his colony. Because he, he realized them. they were, because Amy was not, she's like, she goes, yeah, you were a nice distraction. Well, he's realized that you could, with the right rules and the right beast sources, you, you could probably live on the surface. Well, that's, like, what you don't well, that's the ultimately the plan, but he knows yeah. the people that are right. important to him. Was well, not the girl he knew seven years ago for yeah, a year, as, as opposed to these people who took him in right as his parents were killed and grabbed him and saved his life and has been yeah, been he, raising him. That was because again, family. that's that's the thing is these are thirty year old yeah. actors that are supposed to be high schoolers turning into a young adults, but we know them as what they look like. They don't change the way they look. Yeah. So yeah, that that's what so it is. He decides to go back home. He realizes apocalyptic families. Right. He's reading the, the the paper that they all signed like a yearbook, and he's like, "Oh no, these are the people that mean something." Yeah, like to he me. never he never read that before. Like that was the first time he saw it or something. You know. Even if he read it, it didn't mean the same thing until he was kind of spurned by Amy and her saying basically like, "No, no, you were a nice idea, but you weren't what I wanted." So then he goes back to them, and they take him back in, and then they yeah, but they grew up well. They grew apart, like dude, they exactly. They, they Life happens, together and, right? Yeah, like the, seven years being that far apart, being afraid it's, to go it's out. It's tantamount to like a Facebook, or like going maybe like an old high school crush or something, and going, "Hey, but talking on Facebook is, seven years later." Seven years is what being back together with her is kind of what helped him along. Right. Well, it made him become. It made him mm-hmm. grow up by going and chasing that okay. childhood yeah. fantasy, basically, and going, "No, wait." This is not what he the world is. He needed that as a male. Well, he needed the She yeah. didn't need that as a female. She found her purpose somewhere else. She already did find her purpose because right. she and, was running and her. And she group. was his purpose that he held on to to keep him She was like, alive. he was a nice distraction for her, and he and was, she was the, well, even now, 
like she said she was happy to have talked to him, but she didn't want anything more well, than she like was, yeah, she was just it was like made her like feel friends. yeah young or human again or whatever remember the old times or some shit like that but when he she, grew up as a basically she's he grew there up talking to him on the radio while she's looking out over the ocean and then seeing this, the nice view this is a movie that like on paper I tend to go now when I see these things coming out I go I don't want to I, I just I don't want to see white dude movies like white dude hero movies because that's what I grew up on and I loved them because they were made for us, right? And I don't want to see those. Like, I'd rather see more Captain Marvels or Black Panthers or things like that done it's right. Like, it's like, it's like eating. It's a new story. It's like eating McDonald's every day, and then a new restaurant opening up in your area that's got a little culture behind right. it. Right. And you were like, you know what? I, want to I just want to know what's different. Yeah, I, I want to see what's different. What, where's things. the approach? What's the story? Yeah, exactly. But having said that, Sean, this, I, I, I love this movie. I watch this movie. <laughs> I go. Oh, sweet. It's a love story. <laughs> Sean loves this movie. And a robot. I thought about it right away. I was like, Sean loves all the robot. Yeah. I honestly got went when you after after watching it, I go, that's why Jay showed up with the DVD and went, We should do this. Because you knew. I I loved this movie. This movie, if this came out back in the eighties when I was a kid, it would be like Goonies, Back to the Future, and Loving Monsters, which this originally was called Monster Problems, which I think might be a better name, but um, yeah, I I I I love I I I'm excited to go back and watch this it again. This is a very likable main actor. He's a, that's exactly it. He's likable. Mm-hmm. He's they're kind of playing him as like this passive. He's person. not your he's not your macho male role model macho 1980s movie where this guy's got to dominate everything he's through. This guy's scared of his environment. He's trying to learn to live in it. He's documenting everything. He's using his brain to get by. No, yep. this isn't. Then this is why he, Sean's like. That's me. <laughs> it's even more like it's more like even when you had like the. Original, I haven't seen a girl in seven years. I get to meet her on a beach. I get to live. This was Sean's love story and a robot. Yeah, and a remember robot. the robot. This is Sean's love story. Yeah. But that like when you take you know your old uh, Schwarzenegger action picture and then Bruce Willis kind of became the new archetype of like so this would be like the next evolution. Who would you say our current? Oh, it was Robert Downey Jr. too recently probably and and, and Keanu Reeves and Keanu Reeves. Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Reeves is now. For I think he's for our action stars. For our main action stars, it's not your. It's not just Vester Stallone's. You're oh, your the Rock. You're, uh, Dwayne Johnson. I'm going Dwayne Johnson. No, you're, but yeah, he's, you're, 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 you're his stuff is isn't his stuff is in spite of, not because of. Like the joke is almost more so that he is. I mean, short of he the, is your Arnold Schwarzenegger and your Rambo. But he's not doing those kinds of movies because Arnold's it would be 10. so corny. Oh, uh, he did. It's called Skyscraper. Right. That's why it didn't do well. They're called right? every Fast and Furious movie. They well, Fast and Furious but, but is definitely. Called, or Rampage. Rampage, I would Rampage. say, is more like. But he was handy capable in Skyscraper. But the Jumanji, Jumanji movies are pretty did funny. And yes, I like love them. the Ram. I love both of the Jumanji gave movies. Her. I haven't seen the second one yet. The second one's good, it. too. Right. Right. I like them. They're yeah, they're good. It's so funny. The movies that he's not so much in, I think, are his best movies. Yes, movies and that's what I'm saying. He's in spite of being as big as he oh, is. So you're a really big Tooth Fairy fan. Yes. Jay jumped right Dude, I didn't hide that. <laughs> but even there, I would say there's elements of like a Jumanji kind of feel to this, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like... But this isn't that over-the-top 1980s macho well, feel guy to it. This and it is a good story. Like, I mean, like, the, the background to how it all happens actually kind of... Makes some sense and works yes. out a lot. It's a good world what building. What movie did we talk about before where you saw some guy to carrying the a movie too. and he wouldn't have carried the movie otherwise, but they made him a main actor. We, it's one of our old fucking podcasts. We mm, I don't know. But anyway, it's about something that you get this guy that's going to carry this movie, but you don't see him carrying this movie. 
and he ends up carrying it as a main actor. Um, I can't think of it right now, but I think he carries it very well, and he does yeah, a good job of it. I, yeah, I, I think yeah, he was he was his meager approach to everything worked like hmm. he was unassuming but capable and rose to the occasion and well, it's, it, it was again made for us. But I think it was great. I think it was. I, I love. I, I'm fighting for this movie. I'm going to make everybody I know watch this movie, and they might hate it. But the bad part is, it probably won't be another one because it, I, I don't think. Yeah, I didn't have the opportunity. But I, I don't think, think they need to. They probably should. Well, it, it, it will go. World. This will be one of those movies that will go down as a cult classic. It will. Hundred percent, sure. it will go down. I as do a cult think classic. so. It's going to fall. It's, it's such a secret movie that came out that nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. Its ratings are incredibly high on like IMDb it's gonna go down and everything. As a cult like, movie, yeah. it's 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 mm-hmm. there. It's got the pieces. And again, mm-hmm. it's stealing the pieces from everything, but it mixes it so well. Mm-hmm. I think it kept what kept surprising me was the emotion emotional like moments of it. Like him talking to his mom in the picture or like Amy kind of breaking down like, yeah, this isn't this isn't really what I want. Like, what did you come here? And him realizing like there was all these little s- small things that kept surprising me that I was just like, this isn't going anywhere as typical as I thought. Mm-hmm. And the CGI was great. The monsters were cool. Mm-hmm. The way he figured things you, out, like you like the frog, did you? Well, like how he figured out, like, that's what we kind of didn't say. Like the pirates, when he was telling all these stories about all the things he did and he started realizing Wait, lizards can't climb walls, and he's telling the story about how this lizard thing climbed well, a wall. Well, he's, he's going to learn to live in that world, just like if. So we're the main. Amy, the volume one book he gave so, to Amy, so he's making volume two. Humans are no longer on top of the. That's exactly food chain. it. Yeah. So, how do other animals learn to live around humans? So now it's a reverse role. How do we learn to live around them? Because mm-hmm. now we're not on top of the food we're chain. We're the anymore. squirrel. We now we have to figure out a they way learned to learn how to cross the street. Right yeah. and now we we can do it. We can figure it out, but we have to be very careful about it. Yep. And this is us evolving to learn to live with that. Mm-hmm. And that's him figuring it out. That's it. him to the new world figuring out how to live with that. To be the new squirrel. He's so good in this. Like I don't really want to watch the Teen Wolf TV show. But I would consider it. I loved. I that's what, watching him in that. Like him and the other actors around, he stood out. He stood out more than any of them. And it does happen. You're right. It does happen. And I, saw, I was like, I, I looked at Kel one day, and I was like, he's gonna be in his own movies one is, day. Is that? As, the, I swear on well, my life, I said he's well, gonna be in his own I, movies. It's one funny day. you're saying that because, like I told you, I talked to my brother earlier today. He was. He keeps trying to get me to watch Gossip Girl, uh-huh. but he's basing it upon the precipice. Like I watched, you know, Leighton Meester, the actress Leighton Meester. Do you know who she is? Mm-hmm. If you look her up, um, L E I G H T O N, and she should come up. But she was on this TV show, uh, Single Parents, with Taryn Killam. That was like an ABC show, like on for two seasons, and she surprised me at how funny she was. Just like I like Jake Liam Johnson. L- Leighton Meester. <laughs> what do you say? Leighton Meester. L e i g h t o n, and then Meester. M-E-A. I got it. Okay, gotcha. Meester. So anyway, she was in this show, Meester. and she was so funny in it. That's like, not how I picture her to look. But so she was so funny in it that I, I was like, she reminded me of Jake yeah. Johnston in uh, New Girl because it's mm. the same creators. So I was telling my brother like how much she surprised me that I'm like I go I would like to see her in more things and he said that's what happened with the Gossip Girl show was it started and it was about Blake Lively who is Ryan Reynolds' current wife and it was her show but Lee Meester stole the show so much that it kind of started shifting her it's a weird thing to bring up in this podcast but basically the idea that like you sometimes know it when you see it and you're like oh they should be better and some people fall to the wayside like there are people that you've probably liked or went oh they should be a bigger star than they were and they just never get to be but uh hopefully this kid 
like this is just the next step, you know. Like you said, this is a cult film. It's just going to get bigger or, and bigger, I think. Or, there, or there's some stars where you like you love them as a s- small character in big movies, and then they get their big movie, and you're like, ooh, I like them better in the other one. The yeah, smaller characters. That's true too. I don't want to name any names because I don't want to hurt Will Ferrell. Still the same Will Ferrell. I'm glad you I said love, it. I fucking. He's always love better him. as a third yeah, third person. It's just, it's just like he's, so he's better in Wedding Crashers. In a certain way, or like, yeah, like old school, like that's as high as he should tick up. Like, yeah, if it's just it his movie, mm, yeah, he, he cannot be the main person. If he's the number two, like, well, I think uh, Step Brothers. I love, I like Step Brothers, and I thought he was great in that. With but it's a pair, so Jenna, it's like it works. John C. Riley. John C. Riley. But I didn't see what. Did you see uh, Sherlock or the Holmes and Watson? Yeah, I just watched that not too long ago. I heard that's not good. It's rough. But I feel like him with Mark Mark Wahlberg bringing him back up oh, again. and then yeah, in, Daddy's, in home. Daddy's home is uh, great. Actually, yes, he's good in that too because he's like he doesn't he he's doesn't the have su- to carry it right. Like, he's and same thing. Other guys like both of the two the of them guys. Yes, when he's in, well, those two are just a great pair. Right? They, they they do work really well. Good. They should do another movie. Because what was the other one I saw too? I think it was uh, Kevin Hart. Um, oh, with with Will Ferrell. Yeah, I think it was Kevin Hart. What movie were they with, man? Uh, where he goes to jail. Oh, let's go to prison. Is that it? Or get hide? Get hard? That might be it. Yeah, Sam and Kevin Hart playing get hard. Yeah. See, I didn't see that one. Okay. Uh, that one had some. Fun see, that one feels tough because I feel like Kevin Hart's the same way. We're like, not too much. Kevin Hart's too much. Just like there's like a like this amount mm-hmm. of Kevin Hart's good. Because again, in Jumanji, he's good, but I don't know if I could put up with him as a main character. I've not seen anything he's a main character. Even in uh, what was the one Ride with along. Uh, yeah, Ride Along. It works because it's still more. I haven't seen the second one. But I didn't see the second I, I one either. I haven't seen the second one. I haven't seen it yet. Though. I like the first one. Now we got sidetracked. But anyway, Sorry. I love this movie. I'm very happy you, you got it so I could watch it, and I'm gonna try yeah, to. I, t- I took a gamble buying the DVD, the Blu-ray there, but I was uh, interested in it when the previews were going on. I'm like, oh, that seems like something I would watch. And again, because even the name reminds me of what's that movie, oh, Monster TV. Truck, and the feeling of oh, the CGI yeah. was like, dude, like, Monster Truck is that one's made for what kids? Kids is a kid movie. And it, fucking eat people to fuel themselves. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, they like eat people. So he's like, oh, you, you gotta, you can't eat people, okay? Like, and there's one part where they, I think it was like, he sees a dog or something like that and the truck wants to eat the dog and the kid's like, no. You know what I mean? Like, it's, So what does he end up feeding him? Bad guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's still crazy. <laughs> but it's all fucked up. I'm like, what? Oh, shit. Yeah, I watched some, I got some lonely days. I watched <laughs> But you like you end up liking this too. Ultimately, I, was, I, I try not to watch post-apocalyptic movies from last year to this year because it's been rough. It's been oh, rough. There's a really good one playing right now. Um, but I watched it because Jay wanted us to, and I enjoyed it. Well, yeah, too. I was actually when I when I watched this or when I got this, I'm like getting ready to put it in. And I'm like, they better not kill the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when Ke- Kelly's line to drawing a line when watching um, Walking Dead. I said, they killed the tiger. I'm done watching it. That was her line. Everybody else in the show could fucking die. They killed the tiger. Agreed. I'm done watching it's it. It's fair. Agreed. Yes. Well, especially the way they I was did like, it. you know the tiger CGI, yeah. right? That was a, but <laughs> they killed the tiger. Way. I'm dead. That's a big I'm not way over to put the tiger out. That tiger should have fucked up the That tiger zombies. was way stronger than that mud than any of those zombies should have I stopped before that. That was lazy fucking writing. Oh, it was Yeah, 100%. That's horrible. Yeah, that's uh, horrible. I like that this year. Because Kelly's like, they killed, they killed the tiger. I'm done watching it. And you're like, they killed the dog. I'm not gonna I remember the movie, movie. The movie that always bothered me, and again, it was a movie I probably shouldn't have seen as a kid. Was uh, Humanoids from the Deep, and that's what they were constantly coming up, up and eating dogs, and like 
they're like constantly killing dogs in that movie. But there's like monsters rape, like these underwater monsters were raping. It was like a ter- it's a terrible Roger Corman movie. But I always remember that being the first one going, oh, I'm like as a kid going, oh, you, you shouldn't kill dogs like in movies because it just that's when it's like really making you more invested. Than a human, like you don't well, care about humans, you care about. What was dogs. The, um, that one? We went to that um, in Ann Arbor, and the one guy we saw that wrote um, Fight Club, Chuck Palahniuk. He said the innocence is gone in everything, killing kids, killing. Oh, yeah. It's gone in movies, and he said one last innocence remained, and that was animals dying in movies. Correct? I think isn't that what he said I when he was speaking so. up you there? Might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because well, uh, was it the Dawn of the Dead remake? They did like. With that one, they didn't go after dogs. Mm-hmm. They used the dog to get the food over to the other survivor and the other, all across the town there. But, you know, in Walking Dead, yeah, everything's fair game. Yes. Yeah, they horses and shit. deer. Fear of the Walking Dead, same way, too. It's like, they don't give a fuck. I don't know if... Are you all caught up to date on Walking Dead? No, I don't know. I haven't watched um, the season at all. Yeah, I'm... When it no, I mean, I started stopped. happening in front of us and in real life. Yeah, that's exactly it. it. No, I, I can't do this well, right I stopped now. Earlier. Can't do it. I stopped earlier than that because it was just like, I don't want to watch... I haven't watched Better Call Saul or... The, I Walking love Dead, I stopped. Saul. I love it so much. I stopped with the Negan stuff because it was just like, it's dark. I'm like, I don't want to watch dark stuff. Yep. So I'm like, I'm at a point like, You're give me another year... <laughs> When things maybe start you, looking a little you better, have to watch it so you know what not to do. Well, I feel like what's going to happen here is. What did we learn? What have we learned through all this shit? Number one thing. Uh, lock your fucking door. <laughs> oh, my door is not locked right now. <laughs> no, it is not. So on that note, <laughs> back to work. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors, and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, er, I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.